0: everyone and welcome back to another episode of shamelessly unapologetic with me your host alana pinsky so for this episode i am going to be unapologetically spilling the tea being incredibly petty on my past sorority drama yes i was in a sorority when i was in college and i look back on it now and sometimes i wonder if today is me, would even join a sorority. I thought it'd be kind of just fun to just share all of the ridiculousness that I experienced in my chapter, the drama that I ensued. And just so we're clear, I'm not trying to make Greek life look bad because Greek life did change me. And I do owe Greek life something to my life. So I don't ever want to seem like I'm shitting on it because I actually will defend Greek life until the day that I die. But that doesn't mean that I don't have issues with the Greek life system, especially in sororities. So one other thing that I wanted to address before I got started is I actually got some really funny feedback on my podcast recently. How I always sound tired and sad in all of my episodes. And I was like (laughs) laughing at that because I was literally telling myself the exact same thing. I was listening to a couple of episodes and I was like, why do I sound so sad or tired in these episodes? Like, where is my energy? So I really do apologize if I sound like this sad person. I promise you I'm not. I think it's just because I've been seeing... I've been speaking very slowly and I take a lot of deep breaths when I record and that's probably why (laughs) I sound like that. So I'm going to try to sound as peppy and energetic as I possibly can, but I definitely don't want to force it. I need some coffee really quick. I'm literally recording this at 930 at night and I should be going to bed around then. But I, I can't because I have to record this podcast episode because hi, I'm a procrastinator. Why don't we start off with me joining a sorority and the recruitment process. Sorority recruitment at my undergrad was not as competitive as it would be in the South or the Midwest. In fact, I kind of felt like our sorority recruitment was a joke, but it definitely gets cutthroat at times. So I went through recruitment my freshman year of college and we were in color groups so i remember i was in the green group i was so excited to join a sorority i was so excited about joining a sorority because i knew it was a great way to make friends i loved the philanthropy component about it i just loved how it just really changes your college experience and i also really liked how there really truly is a focus on academics and personal growth when it comes to joining a sorority I honestly am not kidding a lot of personal growth comes from joining a sorority whether you want to agree with me or not I I promise you so I was so excited I went through my first night we visited five sororities because that's how many sororities we had at the time when I went through the process and I got invited back to four chapters the next day and that was the maximum that you could see And then after that round, I was no longer invited back to any of their chapters, and I don't know what went wrong, but I remember how devastated I was when I did not get into a sorority my freshman year. In fact, I felt really humiliated, and I kept hyping up how badly I wanted to join a sorority only to find out that I wasn't going to be in one. And none of the sororities did continuous open bidding in the spring, which meant spring recruitment, and that meant that I'm I had to wait until the next fall to join as a sophomore. And thankfully, at my school, it's not as hard to rec- rush a sorority when you are a sophomore. I know a lot of schools in the South don't particularly like it, which is stupid, but it's for like retention numbers. So I kind of get it. But at the same time, I still don't like that rule anyway. So I went back through the process a second time. And let me tell you, I had so much anxiety, so much anxiety. And it's funny because I already knew uh, where my row gammas, aka the recruitment counselors, and what chapters they were already in, just because I had seen them around campus before, so I kind of knew who was in who. It was just no secret to me at the time, but I kept my mouth shut because if I revealed the chapters that they were in, I could have gotten kicked out of recruitment, and I did not want that to happen to me after the first time. So. Basically, I go through the process and after the first round, I was only invited back to two chapters and my heart dropped because I was thinking, oh my God, it's happening. I am on hot water and I might get cut again. I was so scared. And they were going to be calling people after the second round if they didn't make it to the third round. So I didn't get a phone call. So I made it to the third round. And the same two sororities invited me back. It was really the day before bid day and preference round where I was the most, most, most nervous. And I was just having so much anxiety about getting a phone call That evening before I went to bed that I was not going to be going through a preference round and so I did not get a call and I woke up feeling a lot more calm and feeling good wondering who was I getting invited back to for preference round and both sororities invited me back and the maximum for that round was two so that was the first round where I had basically a full schedule So after I prepped the two sororities, I was feeling very good about both. And I felt more confident that I was going to be getting a bid from one of them. And the sorority that I was in was my first choice. And I remember when I got my bid, I screamed with excitement and I was just really happy because I had friends in my chapter before. And just after what I experienced that previous year, my freshman year, I was just relieved and I felt very accepted and I felt like something finally went my way for once. So that was bid day and recruitment. I mean, bid day was a little celebration at a sister's house, nothing too crazy, but yeah, it was very fun. And so then I start my pledging process or as they like to say, new members. So for one thing, I find to be really funny is that my chapter did not like to call us pledges. They called us new members because they felt like the word pledge had a negative connotation on it. And I felt like that was going to be referred to hazing. And I kind of rolled my eyes. I didn't care if I was going to be called a pledge. It it doesn't really matter. It's the same thing, whatever. If there was one thing that I didn't know about joining a sorority is that there were going to be a ton of rules and expectations placed on us. So with pinning, That was basically kind of like a welcoming ceremony, but it's also a ritual. And it's not as secretive as our initiation. I won't reveal what goes on at pinning, but I will say that my specific sorority was based off Christian principles and there is a Bible involved. And I was really scared that if I didn't want to put my hand on a Bible, I wasn't going to get pinned. But we were told that you do not have to put your hand on a Bible, especially if you're not a Christian. So that made me feel a lot more comfortable. And I was able to just kind of ignore that part of the ritual. I also didn't have to say the prayers or say the words, amen. I was allowed to stay quiet because, again, I'm not a Christian. I'm Jewish. I won't lie, though. That made me feel a little bit uncomfortable at first. Because I had no idea a lot of sororities were based off Christian principles. I I absolutely had no idea. But it was a very interesting surprise to say the least. But I didn't let it bother me. I think one of the biggest rules I didn't like when it came to my new member process is that we weren't allowed to drink even if we were of age. And... I thought that was dumb, but I will say, to be fair, I wasn't of age. I joined my chapter when I was 19, going on 20. So I was underage, and I definitely broke that rule once, and it was in front of my friend who was a year above me in the chapter. She was the same age as me, but she joined the year that I got released from recruitment. So I kind of got away with a little bit of stuff, even though I shouldn't have. Um, And in case anyone was wondering, is hazing a thing? I will be perfectly honest with you. I was not hazed. Okay. I am sure hazing has happened at some of my chapter. I'm sure hazing has happened at some sororities at my college. But I will be honest. I was not hazed. If I was y'all, I would be spilling the tea on all the hazing that I went through. But I will say hazing was not a thing. In fact, my chapter was so uptight about the littlest things. Like, one thing that they considered hazing was if a new member wanted to hang out with an initiated sister and they had to get in the car, the new member had to sit in the front of the car because it would be considered hazing if they sat in the back seat. <laughs> like, what? It doesn't matter. It's just a car seat. Like, who cares? yeah, yoy, but yeah. That was something that they were so uh, scared about. They were always scared that they were going to get flagged by nationals because apparently my chapter's nationals is super strict. And I I just kind of rolled my eyes at a lot of things because I thought they were very dumb. We had weekly new member meetings to learn more about the chapter and... We weren't allowed to attend as many events. A lot of events weren't required of us because, again, that would also be considered hazing, which, again, thought was stupid. I wish I could have attended events that sisters could have attended. I know we can't attend chapter meetings, but I really wish we could have attended maybe, like, philanthropic events or alumni events or whatever that they were hosting. So, yeah, anyway... Big and Littles was fun. I got my first choice big. There wasn't really any drama. I didn't really experience a lot of drama when I was a new member. It wasn't until I was initiated where shit kind of hit the fan for me a little bit. Hang on. I need to take a coffee break. So let's kind of go up to initiation. So initiation is our super secret ceremony where we get initiated. Can't share the details, won't share the details. I mean, I could share the details, but I'm not going to be that disrespectful. Look, I have a lot of petty feelings towards my sorority, but I will always respect the ritual behind it. So I won't reveal what happened there. The only thing I will say is we have to dress all white. And I also didn't like one thing. Okay, I will say one thing that I don't like about ritual Actually, you know what? I will talk about that in the rules because the rules, I think, is what I had the biggest issue with. So let me not get ahead of myself. So you do have to wear white during initiation, which is fine. A lot of chapters usually require that. And by chapters, I mean other sororities. And then I officially became a sister. And then once you become a sister, then sisters can be hard on you and then they can be assholes to you and act like they are above all. I think. The demand for respect in my sorority was really taken advantage of. And there were times where that got very toxic. So if an older sister told you to do something, you should probably do it. And to me, that felt more like hazing than anything, even though that wasn't considered hazing. Like they wouldn't say like, oh, you need to take two shots. Otherwise, you're going to get in trouble. It wasn't like that. It was more of like, them trying to kind of guide you to do something to be better or at least they think that it was going to be in your best interest or in the sorority's best interest to do something so let's say a sorority asks you to delete something off your social media post because it's inappropriate and if you don't do it there's consequences but sometimes I always felt like sisters weren't in the right for doing stuff like that I think just a demand, oh, you better respect me because I'm an older sister. So fuck you if you don't listen to what I say. That shit was toxic. And I did not know how to stand up for myself and call people out for saying, yo, I get you're an older sister, but that doesn't give you the fucking right to tell me what to do and don't act like you know everything um, about my life and what I do I don't know. I found that to be very petty, in my opinion. So there was another instance where older sisters got really, really pissed off at me when I posted a picture um, of me with Christy Carlson Romano. So, yeah, I got to meet Christy Carlson Romano. She came to an event at my campus, and it was really cool to meet her. And at the time, if anyone remembers, like, total sorority move and total frat move, There was like a section on the blog where you could post pictures and there were a lot of pictures where um, sorority members would throw what they know with a celebrity and they would get the celebrity to do their sorority's hand sign. And I was like thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, I'm meeting a celebrity. I want her to do the hand sign with me because that was like a trend on total sorority move and I kind of felt like I was being cool. You get what I was trying You get what I'm trying to say here. So I posted a picture of me and Christy Carlson Romano throwing what I know even though she was never a Delta Zeta, so technically she didn't know what she was throwing, but again, it was just for a picture. It was just fun. Everyone was doing it. And I got yelled at saying, she doesn't know what she's throwing. You should take this down. I find this offensive. And I'm like, why are you finding it offensive? Other people are doing it on total sorority move. I don't care if they're getting in trouble or not, but I find it to be very harmless. It's just a fun thing to do. I was just, again, just doing a trend or something that was kind of like a cool thing to do. I felt cool when I did it, okay? So that was so stupid and petty. They literally had issues with some of the dumbest shit. And I felt like I was never allowed to say, you're being fucking ridiculous. Otherwise, I would get in trouble for being disrespectful. And let me tell you guys, they thought I was super disrespectful as hell because I always had an opinion and I wasn't afraid to stand my ground and stand up for myself. And... I got yelled at all the time for having an opinion and for disagreeing with sisters. There were times where I was gaslit and sometimes I couldn't handle it. And I also dealt with issues where there was a lot of gossiping and a lack of trust from some people. So I have a great example. So this happened after my sophomore year, my first year of being in the chapter. And that summer we were preparing for FFR, which is recruitment for the fall. And so our um, recruitment um, person, she's a bitch, by the way. At least she was a bitch to me in the chapter at the time. And she kind of was a micromanager in a way. And she was just a very rude person. So there was this one round where we had like a derby theme going on. And she wanted all the women to wear Lily Pulitzer dresses or get a Lily Pulitzer look-alike dress if you can't afford Lily Pulitzer because it is a very expensive brand. So I was obsessed with Lily Pulitzer back in the day. I owned a ton of Lily dresses. I was like, I'm ready to help these women who are too broke to pay for Lily Pulitzer. And I can find total dupes for them. And so I was looking on websites and I was posting it on our Facebook group showing women all these dresses that are Lily Pulitzer lookalikes that they could wear for this derby round. And so this bitch had the audacity to call me and tell me, um, you're ruining my vision. Can you please stop making suggestions on what's a Lily Pulitzer lookalike? You're ruining my vision. Bitch, what? What? I remember she left a voicemail and I pretty sure I ignored it because I found this to be incredibly petty and I just did not have time for it. I was simply just trying to help other women who were fucking clueless about Lily Pulitzer because not all of them knew what it was. I was literally just trying to help and no offense. She wasn't providing suggestions. Like if you want women to find a Lily Pulitzer lookalike and they don't know what that means, how are they supposed to know so honestly i was kind of doing her a favor and she did not like that so then when it comes to the whole trust and gossiping thing so what i wanted to mention still um, involves this girl i'm at this hot dog restaurant this was way before i was a vegetarian and i was with a friend and we ran into these two alum who are much older than us at the restaurant And I had sort of vented about my frustrations with the recruitment chair at the time. And I didn't know that they were actually really good friends with her. But, of course, they didn't keep their mouths shut. They gossiped and basically kind of blabbed and said, Hey, Alana was talking shit about you and perfectly franks. And so this girl got super mad And apparently I did this during the day before her birthday. How was I supposed to know that it was the day before her birthday? I don't follow her life. And so she texted me saying that she wanted to meet up a few days later and she wanted to do it in the library. And I said, "Okay, sure, I can meet you in the library. So I meet her at the library on campus and keep in mind, we're out in the open and She just has the nerve to call me out for talking shit about her and perfectly frank. And to be honest, I don't really remember what I exactly had said to those two women um, when I was kind of venting. Honestly, I was just trying to vent and I thought they were people that I could trust and turns out I couldn't trust them. There was a lot of gossiping, so I felt like venting about people was not safe to ever do. And now it made me fear about wanting to vent about another sister who was kind of doing me wrong. And I didn't like that I was being called out and being berated in the library on how I talked to shit about her on the day before her birthday. And she made me cry. She told me that I was rough around the edges and that was just never good to hear. Like, what the fuck, bitch? Are you kidding me? so yeah her and i just simply didn't have good terms and just so we're clear she becomes super 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 petty i will get into that in a second because i want to talk about ffr 2012 so i will wait to spill all my guts there um other things that i also experienced when i became an initiated member just to kind of wrap this section up Um, I was, oh, the webmistress. That was my first position in the chapter. And basically I ran the chapter's website and I had to basically monitor our social medias to make sure that the chapter wasn't cursing or to, to, to monitor all the members' websites to make sure members weren't cursing. They weren't posting pictures of them with alcohol if they were underage. You know, trying to make sure that they're not doing anything unlawful and that they're presenting the best images of themselves online. And... Part of me got really mad in this position because I was really excited for the website part. I had all these amazing ideas because the website that the chapter had did not look good. It needed an update. I had all these plans to do some HTML stuff, make it pretty, make it look way better than what it looked before. And then Nationals rolls out this free website tool. And let me tell you, though, website design that nationals came out with well yes it was free it was ugly and i came to the chapter and i had all these prices i did my research on what was going to be um not expensive for the chapter and then they were like well nationals has this free tool i'm like yeah but there's nothing that i can do it limited it limits what i can post on the website like there's so much i want to post and they said, well, work with what you got. And basically, I was forced to use this ugly free website tool for our chapter's website. It looked very half assed. And I was very unhappy because I wanted to do something big and amazing with their website. And I couldn't do it all because they wanted to be cheap and do something for free. And it made me very upset. I knew what I was talking about. It's like when I have an idea and I bring it to the chapter, there is a reason as to why I had this idea, because I know this idea will work. This idea will improve our chapter in some kind of way, even if it's in the slightest impact. And having a really cool fucking website would have been the start of that for our PR, especially when it came to FFR. But no, they wanted to be cheap. Y'all, I'm so petty. Like that made me so mad. A more drama that came out of from being a webmistress was also as I mentioned, monitoring social media websites. So there was this one girl in my chapter. And let me tell you, can't lie. She didn't have a lot of class. And she was very unapologetic. I, I just didn't care for her. Let's put it that way. We did not get along at all. I truly honestly felt like she was kind of trashy in my opinion. You know, fuck it. I'm not going to be nice. She was trashy. Okay. There was one time where she posted something that was very inappropriate. To be honest, I don't remember what it was about because guys, it was such a long time ago. She got super mad at me and she got a good chunk of the sorority members to start cursing on social media because you weren't allowed to curse on social media and it became overwhelming and I had to keep telling people to delete their tweets. And they were literally making fun of me for just doing my job as a wet mistress. And I tried reporting it to our president and how this is, and how I was being treated. And then when this girl got in trouble, she called me just yelling a bunch of nasty things at me. And she kind of blocked me and she was just petty she also had a lot of anger management problems this girl is no longer in my life you know i hope she's doing well but gosh did she have some problems Oi. and let's get into this situation so summer 2012 i was home in virginia for half my summer and then i went back to odu the second half to take a summer course and i stayed in some summer housing on campus and when I was there I got into this weird argument with the same girl who had nasty called me because we had eventually made up or so I thought so she was very drunk and keep in mind this girl always got drunk she was always drunk and high she literally did not have her shit together she's a hot mess and we were in a bedroom and we were with a bunch of sisters and we were talking about tattoos and how she has a couple of tattoos and she was saying how she wanted to get one removed and I didn't know you could remove tattoos at the time. I was very naive to that and so I asked, how do you get a tattoo removed? I didn't ask her why she was getting it removed. I asked her how and then she's like, God, Alana, that's such an invasive question. And I'm thinking, What? You literally just mentioned you were getting one removed. All I wanted to know is what is that process like? That's all. And then she told me to calm down and I was being nasty. So then I laughed because I thought she was being ridiculous. And then she just loses her shit. Just fucking loses it over nothing. And so she leaves the room. I leave the room because I'm upset and I couldn't believe what the fuck just happened. Then she sends me a very nasty text message saying how I'm very disrespectful to an older sister and I'm just thinking, what the fuck is going on? And then this other girl who was no longer in the chapter, she had actually gotten kicked out for bad grades. She was present. She also sends me a nasty text message saying that I would never be a good sister and that she is more of a sorority woman than I will ever be. And I started crying because I was just like, what the fuck are these messages? So I confronted another sister who was there in the situation. I asked her to come to my room and she said, I need you to delete these text messages. These are not healthy to look at. Just go to bed and you'll forget about this in the morning. I thought everything was fine. I was just trying to forget about it. So the next evening, I wanted to go to McDonald's to get some dinner after studying so hard. When I get to my car... I was in for a real surprise, y'all. On the side of my car, the passenger side, I see the word whore etched into the side of my car. And then the word bitch in huge letters etched onto the hood of my car. And then my sorority bumper sticker on my back window all scratched out. I could not believe this bitch got so mad at me over nothing that she keyed my car and wrote a bunch of curse words on it. I was so furious. So yes, I jumped to accusations and accused her of it because she got viciously angry at me for no reason. I'm really upset and I basically lost my appetite after that. So I go right back into the study room, and I was with two sisters studying. I storm back up to the room, and I said, bitch, keyed my car. And they were like, wait, what? And I took the pictures, and I showed them, and they were like, okay, this is not okay. Are you sure this was her? And I said, who else would it be? I got into an argument with her yesterday. And she said, okay, um, you know, you need to file a report. So I had to file a police report. And I go to the police. I take it up with them. I show them the evidence. And then this girl who's in my chapter, she was also an RA in the building that I was staying in over the summer. She texted the girl and said, did you key Alana's car? And she goes, oh, my God, no. And she says, but I can't believe she's accusing me of that. And she's like, well, to be fair, you did pick a fight with her yesterday. And she also said, well, who else could it be? So I'm leaving the police station. I get a text from the nasty girl and she says, thank you for accusing me of keying your car. I did not do it. And I said, well, if you didn't do it, then who did? Because you got maliciously mad at me for no reason. And she did not reply back to me. And so another suspect that we thought could have been the other girl, a.k.a. her friend who used to be in the chapter but got kicked out. And the reason why we ended up thinking it was her was because she had went to go get cigarettes and it took her longer than expected. I don't know how this girl knew what my car looked like and how she found it, but she found my car and she keyed it and yeah, and then the girl had texted my friend back. Saying, oh my god, I think it maybe it was this girl because she took too long to get cigarettes last night. And then later, maybe about a month or two, I found out that it was that girl who, in fact, indeed, keyed my car. Bitch is fucking crazy. But she was still associated with keying my car regardless. And I remember I had to put duct tape over my car to cover up the words when I had to drive around. It was really embarrassing And I had to drive all the way back to Richmond to get a paint job. So that was fun. I also filed a claim with my car insurance so I could get a deductible off the paint job. Yeah, that really frustrated me. I could not believe that had happened. So that was a mess. And thankfully later, bitch got her karma and she was kicked out of the chapter towards the end of that semester. So... That was such a relief. Glad I didn't have to worry about her because she deserved to get kicked out because she was a mess. I had reported to our president, but unfortunately there wasn't anything our president could do because it was the girl who had keyed my car, but... This girl who did lash out on me for no reason definitely got talkings to and was taken up to standards multiple times, which is why the chapter said "Uh, enough is enough. Bitch, gotta go. Let's go to some rules that I just could not fucking stand in being in a sorority. So social media presence was one thing, right? So... As I mentioned earlier, you got to be very careful with what you post online. I think everyone should be careful with what they post online, regardless if they're in in a sorority or not. But you could not curse. If you used one F-bomb in any of your posts, you had to edit it. Another thing I didn't like is that you couldn't wear makeup during ritual because you needed to look pure. I still wear makeup. I still wear foundation. I still did my brows. I just did my makeup very, very naturally to the point where it looked like I wasn't wearing makeup um, at that time. I was very insecure and uncomfortable about showing my bare face at the time. But obviously now I would probably respect that ritual and be like, what the fuck ever? I I won't wear makeup. Maybe I would do my brows at least, but I wouldn't have the patience to put concealer or foundation on my face. At this point, I just kind of stopped caring. Another thing I didn't like was modesty culture and the ladylike behavior that was kind of pushing my chapter. They were always up National's ass. They wanted to kiss their ass to try them to, try to make them look all prim and proper. And I personally just didn't like that. I felt very constricted and confined into who I was. I kind of felt like I couldn't be myself when I had to be so modest all the time. And how I had to act like a lady. Fuck that. I'm going to curse. I got a foul mouth. I'm not going to hold back i just kind of felt like again my big personality was shamed and let's be real there kind of wasn't any other woman like me in my chapter with my kind of personality so i just basically could not deal with that from time to time i cannot tell you how many arguments i got into women because they just could not fucking handle me another time i got slut shamed for having a white one night stand basically i told that was really trashy of me to do that Um, And that really hurt because that was my friend that told me that. And um, I hope that she doesn't have that mindset now. But that did really hurt at the time when she basically slut shamed me and told me that I was trashy me to have a one night stand. God forbid that I'm a woman who enjoys having sex. Whatever. There were many times where I questioned if a sorority was truly right for me. I chose to stay and not disaffiliate from the chapter because I truly did have some great friends and I also loved our philanthropy and I loved some of the events that we just simply put on. There were times where being in a sorority really was fun. I loved my big. I love my littles. I haven't talked to my littles in a very long time, but if they're listening to this, I hope they know that even though I haven't talked to them in years, I will always care about them and i do love them and i just want them to know that so let's move on to ffr because i mentioned this earlier so ffr 2012 rolls around right so i already told you about the library drama and how i was really embarrassed by that so this girl definitely had a lot against me she was so petty that she decided to put me in a very terrible bump group With all the girls who basically weren't the best talkers. And I didn't understand why I was being placed in this bump group. Because I'm a woman who loves to talk. I can make a conversation. And I think she put me in this bump group because she was scared of what I was going to say. I think she was scared that I was probably going to be too honest about something. Or she felt like I was going to be super inappropriate. No. Come on, guys. Like, I know how to have a filter when... I'm in an important setting like this. So, yeah, I felt like I was being punished by that. And then when it came to our sisterhood round, I was not able to talk to any sisters. And I had to be on the side to basically help out with the slideshow that was going on. And I was told this job is so important. And I was like, oh, my God, no. You're literally hiding me away from all the... M's potential new members who are going through I wanted to make conversations with all the women and I didn't get to do that and I was insulted I was so turned off from doing FFR on the sister sides because of this one girl who just treated me like shit I was told to not take this personally but you bet your ass I took it personally because I knew this girl was so fucking petty that she just completely had it against me so yeah, after that, I was done with FFR because of that terrible experience overall and not to mention her bid day shirts were ugly. <laughs> they were so ugly. I yeah, I was so happy when she finally left the chapter because it was just a breath of fresh air and less drama for me to deal with once she left. My junior year of being in my sorority was okay. The drama definitely started settling down once bitches started leaving the chapter I will say that definitely made things a lot easier on me. I decided to join the Panhellenic Executive Council because I really liked having friends in other sororities. I felt like it was kind of a great escape to get away from my sisters and to kind of be just exposed to a different world and have friends in different chapters. And sometimes I liked my friends in other sororities better than sometimes I liked my sisters. But don't get me wrong. I made friends. I had I had friends for my chapter, but I really valued my friendships outside of my sorority. And I felt like a lot of women in my chapter were not very Ph.C. friendly and they just didn't want to be friends with other women in other chapters, which I found to be kind of sad because I, I made some great friends and I loved being a part of Panhellenic Council. And I learned so much more about other chapters and other women, and I felt like I was doing a lot of good things. And I became a lot more respected in my chapter once I was on the Panhellenic Council Board, and I basically tried to advocate for a lot of PHC friendliness, and that made my chapter want to become more PHC friendly and to go to other sorority events to support them. So, the summer of 2013, I disaffiliated in the summer for recruitment purposes. This was temporary. And I basically went through FFR on the Panhellenic side, helped out with all the process, and then I did a reveal on bid day, and I ran back to my chapter. And that day really taught me to relove my sorority after a lot of the bullshit that I had experienced within the past two years of being in the chapter. I definitely owe it to the panhellenic council for really helping me appreciate greek life again because there was a point where i really was ready to kind of give up after how i was treated from time to time so my term ended that fall because it was a year long term and then we get to my last semester of college yeah we're already here so thankfully my last semester of college i was to not be fucked with Let me tell you, I had this internship and it was the only course I was allowed to take. It was 12 credits and it basically took up all my time. I had full time hours with my internship and I was still an RA. So I had to do all my RA responsibilities at night after my internship was over. So I was very busy and I couldn't be involved with a lot of chapter events, especially if they were on a weekday. I felt like I was starting to really miss out on my last semester in a sorority. I wasn't as available except for chapter meetings and other weekend events that were simply going on. I was getting burnt out from doing socials. I started to kind of get over the party scene in Greek life. As I'm wrapping up my last semester of college, I was just kind of ready to move on and be done. It was great to have a drama-free semester. I think... Being in that internship and having it take me away from campus almost every day, all day long, was refreshing. I kind of felt like I had started working. I loved my internship, by the way. I won't get into that. But it was just nice to just get a break from all the drama. I was ready to be done, and I was ready to give my senior wells, And I was ready to graduate. I cried like a baby when I gave my senior wells. It took me about 40 minutes to give my senior wills, but I was able to be very vulnerable. I was able to speak a piece of my mind and also um, talk to other members in the chapter that I felt like um, were going to go far. And so that made me very happy, and I felt like I was able to leave my chapter on a good note, despite all the bullshit that I experienced. For what it was worth i'm very grateful oh my god i'm getting emotional ill i'm very grateful for my time in my sorority and trust me i i did learn and i grew a lot it's hard to say if i would do a sorority again my guess would probably be not because i do believe especially if i were to rejoin my chapter i could tell that they would most definitely have an issue with this podcast and my YouTube channel, with how much I like to share and talk about. And I think my oversharing would kind of get me in trouble. I could already get, I literally, guys, I'm already pictured getting yelled at by like the eboard of what I talked about on my YouTube channel. That's how sad it is. But anyway, yeah, that's kind of like the drama and the tea from my college days, especially more just from my sorority. Oh man y'all what a hot mess but again I don't regret anything and I'm still friends with a lot of the women from my chapter to this day and I'm very happy with my friendships that I still have cultivated from my chapter. So with that I think this is a good place to end this episode of shamelessly unapologetic. Y'all if you got any shameless unapologetic experiences that you like to share Feel free to email the podcast at shamelesslyunapologeticpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at shamelesslyunapologetic. And with that, I will see you next week with a brand new episode. Bye.